Hey there, wonderful human. Hope you're doing great today. I am here to talk about makeup. So we had talked about some of the things that were deemed, you know, unprofessional in like clothing, but I wanted to expand on makeup because not everyone wears makeup, but there's the pressure to do that and there's discrimination and, you know, all the things. So, you know, initially... I was having a conversation with one of my friends and, um, you know, she was required to wear like makeup, red lipstick, etc., for a dance job. And she's an amazing choreographer, teacher, performer, all the things. So the fact that like, and she doesn't need to wear makeup, doesn't have to wear makeup, but then is like required to do it for this studio that she was working at. And it's like, it doesn't change her level of professionalism it doesn't change her level of talent and ability to do her job and really it also kind of allows her to be her her most natural and like authentic self without all of that I did a poll on Instagram and asked if people thought that you know your employer should be allowed to tell you that you have to wear makeup. And it was 100% no. Then I said, are you more likely to notice physical flaws on a woman or a man? And 69% said women, 6% said men, and 25% said both equally. And what I was thinking was kind of... I had a conversation with another friend that we were saying you tend to notice quote-unquote flaws you know physical flaws um in people of the same sex I feel like we are kind of like it's like we know what to look for because we're like oh why didn't she take care of that or why you know what what is she doing about that um you know or is there something that I can be doing that she's doing type of thing and then how she was saying like she she notices things on her husband but maybe doesn't like when she meets somebody else's husband like that that's just not on the radar at all and we were saying you know you start to you look at people that are similar to yourself and then I had a conversation with uh Michelle Hooper about she said that um you know in college like she had learned about the fact that we are better better able to describe details and appearance about people who are similar to us. So, you know, if you're a Hispanic female, then you're going to be able to describe Hispanic females more accurately. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And she shared the example that a lot of times that people who are victims of crimes aren't able to identify someone of another race or gender as well. So that's why a lot of times IDs, when people are giving descriptions, they're not always the most reliable in court, especially if someone's a different, like we said, race or gender than yourself. So I found that interesting. Going back to the flaws, I think part of what had me thinking about that too is the fact that I just feel like we don't at least as women like we just don't see not see but like you just don't care as much about the flaws of men because they're not scrutinized as much in society as much as it is women like you think about how women 
are you know you're you're supposed to fight the aging process and you're supposed to um you know look young and youthful and anything that you can do to make yourself look you know I keep saying younger but like younger and fuller and just I don't know what the word is I'm looking for but um you know, we just don't have, I feel like men don't have that same pressure. So it's like, why, why do we have that pressure on us? So, you know, I started thinking back to some of the history behind makeup. And um, so, you know, you think about back in Egypt that the men and women also, they wore what we would consider makeup. You know, they had the coal and things around their eyes, but this was considered to evoke certain gods so they're wearing that to um to kind of like summon that protection or summon those powers of those gods over them ward off evil and illness and then also it was used as a way to communicate wealth and status and then you know you shift over to other countries where it's you know more about the white skin and so they're you know doing things to lighten their skin to again it's it's showing off that wealth and status and trying to look more like the people who are in power then you know as we get into like in america and the united states in the 1920s is really more of when uh makeup became more popular and so you think about um movies and movie stars so you know it was like it was acceptable for people in theater to wear makeup because you know they had to um you're enhancing your features so people in the back can see your features and expressions and so then that transferred into movies and things and then they kind of started marketing that to the public like you know you can wear makeup to look like your favorite movie stars so that's kind of where like the advertising kicked in and then they're also starting to go against what queen victoria queen victoria the first is kind of the one who really was against makeup and was saying you know it's very cosmetics are vulgar um it's tied to the devil's work it's you know it's very vain um people who wear makeup are you know promiscuous and so it was you know seen as an abomination by the government the church and so there's this you know strong connections between all of that so like i said we start getting away from that a little bit and getting into that advertising and you know, beginning to tell us that instead of it being all these evil things, it's actually stuff that we really need and it's a necessity. As they begin marketing, you know, it's more about, again, it, it, it ties to the wealth and status. Um, you know, you're emphasizing your physical features. Um, you know, it wasn't considered, you know, so evil or vain um, anymore and, and also is tied to, you know, youth and sex appeal. So, one of the things that I found interesting, there's a Psychology Today article called Five Research-Backed Reasons We Wear Makeup, and it's from 2015. It was written by Libby Ma, and so I wanted to kind of just share those 
those different um, findings. So lipstick, the red lipstick, it said women with red lipstick are perceived to be more attractive. They did a study saying that men were more likely to approach a woman that had on red lipstick as opposed to someone who wore no lipstick or a different shade than red. The next one is foundation appears to be foundational. So it even skin tone, um, which can promote the impression of, uh, you know, being healthy, having a symmetrical face, just enhancing that overall beauty. And um, so that makes you more attractive again to the opposite sex. Focusing on the eyes... So eyeliner, eyeshadow, mascara, um, it's making you have those youthful features. So typically, you know, young women have bigger eyes and it's that um, accentuation of large eyes, small nose, and large lips. So again, leaning into the idea of the youthful appeal. Uh, Blush, a little bit of blush tends to be, you know, something that's used a lot, Um, but it it meant, you know, women were sexually viable, so, you know, when you're ovulating and you're aroused, your cheeks blush more easily, and so it kind of mimics that, it's like a a subtle undertone, a subconscious, like, connection um, that's related to sex appeal, and also, again, it kind of makes you look like you're healthier, because you're not white and washed out. And then, yeah, makeup simply makes you look healthier. So I'm just saying beyond attractiveness, it just kind of builds the confidence and uh, overall presentation that you're bringing of yourself as like considered to be your best self. So again, it's making you look healthier, more confident, and actually has the opportunity for more Um, earning potential as a woman. So that was the next thing that I wanted to get into. In a job interview or job setting, women who are interviewing or working with other women tend to see those women with makeup on as more dominant. And men that see these women with makeup on think of them in a more um, prestigious light and obviously in a more attractive way. So if you were looking at interviewing with women for a more subordinate position, you might tone down your makeup a little bit. And then the opposite, if you were doing something where you were going for like a, a, a more senior level role, then you would want to have that full makeup look and then if you are going in to interview with a man obviously you know you want to you want to sex it up I know that sounds bad but you know what I mean like you want to look your most attractive um because men are drawn to that look and I mean honestly because you think about like if you were interviewing someone just based on appearance and you had somebody that came in that was you know dressed really nice and they had full makeup and their hair was fixed and then you had somebody who came in that uh maybe looked more homely and didn't have their makeup on and you know 
it, it it's a it's a we are drawn to things that are aesthetically pleasing and while the person with no makeup that maybe doesn't um put the effort into their appearance might be more qualified for the job but sometimes that initial that initial step kind of gets you a foot in the door for some people I've started to think about that and you know it stinks but I feel like I, I mean I kind of do that well my jobs have been weird over the years but um you know, I'm going to wear makeup and look professional for my interviews, but then I don't wear makeup, you know, 95% of the time to work. So it's like, you know, again, I feel like I still do my job well and I'm going to show up and do my job without having to look like that every day. Um, Oh yeah. And then I talked to Mandy, Mandy that does my hair that, uh, she was on the podcast before and she was saying like, she's, she's done both, but she's like, I used to spend like over an hour every morning to do like full face of makeup before I, you know, came to work to just like sweat my ass off all day. And I'm like, exactly. Like for me, that's not good for my face, but you know, it's just, I I don't understand the people that do like the full Now I'm starting to go down a tangent, but I don't understand the people that do the full face makeup. Like we're talking like caked on, face beat, ready to go um, every day because of how much time it takes. Think about how much money that they're spending on cosmetics because those things, like that's another thing that prices have just gone up, um, you know, year after year. And I just, like to me, at the end of the day, you're still you underneath. So like, you know, if you're trying to get a partner or, you know, you want a man that's attracted to that, like you still, they still have to see you without makeup at some point at the end of the day. So even though, you know, you look gorgeous all day, well, it took you like an hour and a half to look like that. Isn't that a little weird? I don't know. That's one thing like growing up, I always like, I just my guy friends and crushes and whatever I was like they need to see me without makeup and I feel like to some extent that gives you like a little bit of a leg up because you're like yeah this is me like you see me look my worst so it only gets better from here (laughs) and I'm not saying that all makeup is bad because I do understand I mean myself included is like you wear powder and foundation and concealer and sometimes too help with any skin blemishes that you have or discoloration or different things and so that just helps you to feel more confident and um you know if you want to accentuate your lips go ahead and do that if the big old lashes make you feel good girl you do it um I just feel like we are pressured to have to look on all the time if you will and it's like then when you're not you're like oh my gosh are you okay are you sick you look awful when really that's how you look all the time and so then it 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 gives you it makes you feel insecure because then you're like well shit then I always need to wear makeup and again like guys they have their own flaws too and most of them aren't wearing makeup to cover those things up and then we aren't like dude you look like shit today so why do we get told that? Um, 
so I did start looking into actually let me go one more place first so I got uh, an email from laser away about like one of their new treatments and it's uh, no brows like no eyebrows no brows it's like the treatment to keep you permanently on trend thick thin bleach no matter which way the pendulum swings brow laser hair removal gives you the power to change the swipe of some make with the swipe of some makeup remover like that is insane to me like laser off your eyebrows so that you can stay with the trends for eyebrows for the rest of your life like a that seems extreme but b like why can't you just be okay with how you want your eyebrows to look I mean I know you you know it depends on how you feel about staying with trends and there's nothing wrong with that but like shouldn't you just like how you want your eyebrows on your face or am I wrong um okay now going back to jobs so when I originally asked so I looked into it a little bit so with jobs like technically um they can require you know certain grooming expectations but there has to be something comparable for the other gender so um you know for example uh, you know, women wearing makeup and men maybe not being able to have facial hair. And some of it also depends on, you know, if you're a person that is in an industry where you are very customer service based and the customers are going to want to see, you know, that you look presentable a certain way. Um, I think if going into it you know those expectations and that doesn't jive with you then you kind of know that maybe that's not an industry or a company um that you want to work for but I feel like and I don't remember where I saw it but it was talking about um somebody trying to send someone home and told them they, they needed to go put makeup on and that to me just seems extreme again it's like does she look so unpresentable how she is that she can't just stay the rest of the day? Can someone throw her some lipstick or something? I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like there should be less focus and emphasis on that in the the job place. The job place? The workplace. <laughs> and I don't think all makeup is bad because I feel like there's a opportunity for creative expression um, I think that sometimes it can be therapeutic to like sit in front of the mirror and play with makeup for a while. Uh, again, I think it can very much help you with your confidence and, and all of those are wonderful, valid reasons. I just never want somebody to feel like they have to wear makeup or that they need to cover up who they are and what they look like because of what other people are telling them. And um, I feel like, you know, and we should be able to have that balance of like, I don't want to wear makeup today. Okay, great. And, you know, I do want to have a full face of makeup for this. Okay, great. And that there be support for those things. Um, so just, you know, some additional food for thought. Um, but I, again, I encourage you to do what is best for you and not feel like you're obligated to do something because society tells you to. Thank you to those of you that participated in the giveaway and tagged people on Instagram or did a review of the show. Um, 
if you haven't done that, again, I truly appreciate that because the more reviews that I get, um, the more likely that my podcast is able to get seen and shared. So if you haven't done that and you want to take a minute to do that, I very much appreciate it. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time.